Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. Whether we teach dance, drama or music, modal learning is an integral part in performance achievement. Aside from class, there's an expectation that our students will work on their performance skills in their own time, and for this they need to be motivated. Goal setting lies at the heart of how a student initiates, sustains and evaluates their progress building impetus and drive to continually do better. So today's study is looking at the role of achievement goals for people learning to juggle in their spare time. Not in class, not under the supervision of someone else, but how goals work to motivate practice and create a cycle of improvement, or not. To begin, I'm going to ensure we all know what type of goals we're talking about. Self-regulated motor learning which is made up of three phases, forethought, motivations and task analysis, performance, execution of the task, including self-control and self-observation, and self-reflection, analysis and reaction to how tasks were performed. This process has been found to be a powerful tool for deep learning, performance, and most importantly, retention. However, there is a huge amount of variability particularly with self-regulation, which of course impacts the learning processes of the amount of time invested in learning, effort and motivation. Achievement goals. The second aspect of this study was interested in the type of achievement goals the subjects set for themselves. So mastery learning approach goals, setting objectives on self-based standards, e.g. yesterday I could juggle three balls for 40 seconds, today I'm going to aim for 50 seconds. Performance approach goals, aiming to be better than the others. I want to be the best juggler in this study. Or performance avoidance goals, aiming to avoid being the worst in the study. And work avoidance goals, aiming to get through the day with as little effort as possible. E.g., how quick can I get this done? This is all very well on paper, but people aren't always that black and white. Our goals tend to change between the different types, and that's what this study was interested in. Does this make a difference? So, 93 first-year German university students with a mean age of 20 were asked to learn to juggle for two weeks in return for study credits. They had to log how long they practised, their level of effort, and any motivational problems and achievement goals. There was a pre- and post-juggling test, and at the conclusion they were asked if and how they intended to continue to practice juggling. So what did they find out? Those students who used mostly master learning approach goals increased their learning time and effort and had fewer motivational problems. Those trying to be the best also had fewer motivational problems, but their effort and learning time did not improve and they experienced more motivational problems than on days when they employed a learning mastery approach. Whilst avoidance goals increased motivational problems and reduced both effort, 
Meanwhile, avoidance goals increased motivational problems and reduced both effort and learning time. But these factors were also true of students who changed their achievement goal on any given practice day. Performance avoidance consistently increased motivational issues and decreased learning time and effort, whilst the opposite was true for those who employed learning mastery goals. So overall, unsurprisingly, the most juggling improvement was found in the students using a learning mastery approach, whilst the avoidance students made the weakest improvements overall. And interestingly, as the 16 days of the study progressed, fewer and fewer students were using a learning mastery approach. For me, this was the biggest takeaway as a teacher. For as much as we can assume our best and brightest students are able to consistently set themselves mastery goals, perhaps we need to remind all students of this on a regular basis. I look forward to hearing your thoughts below. Finally, I'd like to share some exciting news with you. Our course Managing Performance Anxiety for Student Wellbeing has become accredited PD by NESA. So, if you're a performing arts teacher in New South Wales looking for some accredited PD hours that are relevant to your performance space, take a look. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.